0: milk of the scriptures. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Yahusha. We use the scriptures translation 1998. Follow along with us using the same version. Part of what we do and the reason why we use the Scripture's 1998 translation, is to recondition our minds, our thinking, from satanic translations of the English that uses all the pagan words that we have said all of our lives, if we've been a believer all of our lives, or most of our lives, and all of the satanic words that, pagan satanic words that are used in the English by the brethren all the time. And so that's part of it is that, you know, we have the scriptures, and the scriptures don't use any of those pagan words, which are, you know, what they do is they corrupt your thinking, and they're all connected to pagan deities, meaning you know in the old days when you know they came up with these words, they had all kinds of you know uh, deities and idols and temples and things that they worshipped and That is what these English words come from, is those different deities, those different temples and idols. And they have... Satan has deceitfully interwounded or interwoven these satanic words into what we say every day as believers. And, of course... The one of the biggest lies and pagan words is the name Jesus. It is not the name of the Son. And you're not forgiven for using it because actually it comes from iusus, which is the Greek word. And iusus comes from a deity that is a female that healed, was known for healing people. Get it? See how way back when they had to come up with a name so they knew that um, uh, Yahusha was a male. So the only deity that they could come up with was that was connected to the Greeks or anybody in those days? The Romans was uh, that healed was a female deity, and so they changed a female name into a male name, which is how they came up with Iesus, <laughs> which of course is also connected to Zeus. So, that's what we do here. That's why we use the scriptures, 1998 translation, so that we can recondition our minds from all of those pagan words that you have in your mind. And sadly, sadly, most believers aren't interested in changing those words. First, Kepha, let's go to our scripture verse, chapter 2, verse 2. But what we want to do is we want to start today with verse 1, and there's a reason for that. So let's go to verse 1 and read it from that. Having put aside then all evil, all deceit, and hypocrisy, and envyings, and all evil words, as newborn babes desire the unadulterated milk of the word in order that you grow by it. So, having put aside then, all evil, all deceit, hypocrisies, envyings, and all evil words, what does that mean as a human? You've become a new person, a changed person, a different person. As newborn babes, desire the uh, unadulterated milk of the word in order that you grow by it. If, let's go to verse 3, if indeed you have tasted that the Messiah, that the Master, is good. So, If you believe, you receive the spirit of Elohim and you will become a different person. You have a job to do for the kingdom. You've been invited. That's what Ecclesia means. It means invited, the called out ones. Not this word church, which is a pagan term. But Ecclesia, see, every time that you see that word church in the scriptures you have, pagan words connected to Satan, the Greek says Ecclesia. And that doesn't mean a church building. It means the called out ones, the invited ones. Yes, you have to have received an invitation. By who? By the Father. (laughs) He's the only one that can invite you. So, once you receive that invitation, that, guess what? You have the ability to believe that Yahusha is the Messiah, the Savior, the Son, the Shepherd, the Lamb. And then, what's next? You have work to do. There's something that's going to happen. There's a process that you have to go through. So you become a different person. You think differently because... Why? Because you're now connected to the spirit of Yah. And the spirit of Yah is in there speaking. And of course, there's a war going on between your flesh person thinking and your spiritual person thinking. And so your spirit and your flesh is having a war going on and your soul has to decide who it wants to follow. See, it's called free will. I want this. I want that. I want this. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I want to do this. I want to do that. That's the flesh talking to the soul, saying, this is what I want, meaning my body. This one make me feel good. This is good. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. And and so the soul now has access the spirit of YAH. So the spirit, the human spirit, is now able to talk to the soul using the connection with the spirit of YAH. And so the soul hears different things now. The flesh may be saying one thing, but the soul is saying, no, you know, I used to you know, go out drinking. That's with the flesh. Let's go have some fun drinking. Oh, wasn't that fun? We get to drink. Mmm. Alcohol tastes so good. You see. That's the flesh. And so the soul is receiving information from the spirit now. And the spirit is saying, uh, Why don't we go and... Read scripture. Why don't we do this and that? Why don't we do that? That's not a good idea to go out drinking because what happens when you go drinking? When you go drinking, you get drunk. What happens when you get drunk? Well, if you're driving, you're breaking the law. You see, at first, as a believer, the things that the spirit is going to get you to pay attention to now, more, hopefully, is human laws, human things that you were doing wrong, you see. That's why it says, having put aside then... All evil and all deceit and hypocrisy and envying and all evil words. See, that's what your soul wants to do now because the spirit is now connected to the spirit of Yah. And the spirit is powerful. Your spirit is powerful. Very powerful. And guess what? You can experience that. You can feel someone's spirit. The power of the human spirit. I'll give an example to you. And I'm sure that um, you have experienced this. Let's say that there's two people in a room. And you're not in the room. And the door's closed. But the two people in the room are upset. You know, they're upset at each other. Now, you can't hear what's going on in that room. And say these two people in the room don't want others to know that they argue or whatever. Right? So, what happens when you open that door? When you open that door, they stop arguing. But when you open that door you didn't hear them arguing but when you open that door what happens don't you feel the tension in the room even though nobody's saying nothing you feel the attention i mean many different things could happen you know that you feel as you go into a room but i'm just showing you because you probably have experienced that or people are Um, you know, making out or being um, sexual. And they do it behind closed doors because they're hiding it. But you walk into the room and they, of course, have stopped immediately, but you can still feel the emotion there, you know, (laughs) that there was something going on in this room a second ago. Well, see, that's their spirits. That's the power of the spirit, the human spirit. That's not no, um, you know, you're not feeling an outside force. You're feeling the human part, this human spirit. And so the human spirit is powerful. Absolutely. As human spirit can do bad and can do good. But when connected to the spirit of Yah, the human spirit, which is not tangible, now has access to truth, you see. And so, when you receive the spirit of Yah, you change, because your spirit changes. And when your spirit changes, guess what? It tells the soul, well, why don't we do this? Or, you know, that wouldn't be a good idea if you get drunk and then you drive and it's you're breaking the law. You can't drink and drive. And getting drunk, you might say something that's not nice, or you may do something you shouldn't do, or you may get angry because when you're drinking, you allow outside forces, meaning. Evil spirits into your body, which can cause you to do things that you shouldn't do, and that's why people become different. But once you receive the spirit, you become different, and guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? And what's going to happen is that you're going to be tested. So let's say that you were always out drinking with the buds, you know. Or going out and gossiping with the women. You know, drinking coffee and gossiping. That that's what you were doing. That's what you do. Or talk bad about other people. That once you receive the Spirit of yah that you are going to be tested and let's find out how yahusha was tested what his test testing was because once you receive the spirit of yah it's not smooth sailing you're going to be tested tested with what tested with the stuff that you're used to doing now you're a different person You can be way different than you used to be. So, Yahusha had received the spirit of Elohim now, and of course, became a different person. He was a human, did human stuff. We know that from last time. But now he was different. Now things were going to be different for him. He was the son of Elohim, absolutely. And he has to be our shepherd and lead the way for us to follow. That's part of his job. The reason why Yahuwah sent him here for us. So let's read the gift of YAH chapter 4. The gift of YAH chapter 4. And I'm, we're going to read uh, verses 1 through 4, because that's what we're going to look at today. Then Yahusha was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tried by the devil. And, having, and after having fasted forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. And the trier came and said to him, If you are the son of Elohim, command that these stones become bread. But he answering said, It has been written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of Yahuwah. So, the first thing Yahusha shows us, as we see there in verse 1, it says, Then Yahusha was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness. Led up by the Spirit. There's a job to do for him. Into the wilderness to be tried by the devil. So the first thing that happened after he became a pot, meaning after he received the spirit of Yah, and was starting his journey, was to be led to the wilderness, to be tried by the devil. So the first thing that he shows us is once you receive the spirit of Elohim, the devil will be allowed to test you absolutely. And whatever way the devil comes up with, as far as you're concerned, is you know, is what's gonna happen. It's everything's different. But For Yahusha, this testing was to be done away from the people of the earth. Away from access to earthly things. So his testing is to show us something important here. And and he's going to do that. But understand, remember back when you... Receive the gift of faith. You started to believe. You believed that who Yahushua was, the Messiah, the Lamb, the Son of Elohim. And can you remember that it probably made you feel good? You know, your spirit is now awakened by communication with the Father, true communication with the Father with your spirit, and his spirit. But, can you remember that after you were walking around the world, you know, went back to your regular life, you know, you went and someone told you the truth, and you were really, you know, um, happy about it, you were filled with joy, You really understood and believed. And then your phone rings, if that's who you are. And your friends call and say, hey, let's go out for a drink. See, that is called the devil testing you. The devil can test you personally like he did with Yahusha. Or he can test you through other people. He can get them to do things. And the sad part is, you know, that a lot of times those other people that test you are actually believers themselves. But it doesn't matter how it's done. It will be done. You will be tested. So Yahusha is getting tested. Let's read verse 2 here. And after having fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. So, for his test, which was a tremendous test, and you got to understand the reason why he had to go through what he went through, which is 40 days without eating. Now, I don't know about you, but most of us have a hard time going a day without eating. Never mind 40 days without eating. And when you're a day, your flesh is screaming out to you. Most likely. (laughs) It wants some food. Less than a day. Well, he was going 40 days. And 40 nights. Meaning he did not eat at all. For that amount of time. And the reason why was to get to the point of, you know, the lowest point he could get at in his flesh body. And why was, and your testing won't be that way. That was for him. And why did he have such a tremendous test? Well, it's for your benefit, for my benefit, for anyone that reads this benefit. But the other reason is because he had the logos of Elohim. So he had a connection with Elohim that we don't. And as a human, you know, having that information that he had could cause a human's way of thinking to become corrupted because he might think he's something special, you see. Humans do that. Don't think he couldn't have acted that way because he could have. He chose not to. But you see, because he was so connected to Elohim, he had a special relationship with Elohim that he was tested tremendously more than any of us will ever be tested because we're not the same as he is. We're, we don't have Elohim with us when we're born. And telling us what to do and what we should do and all that stuff. The things that Elohim had placed into Yahusha. The most important thing to the human body, remember, is to eat. Absolutely. Yahusha was going to be tested but in human terms, from a very weakened state. You see, as humans, our flesh wants things. It constantly tries to get your attention. What the flesh wants has no benefit spiritually. I'm going to say that again. Do you understand me? What the flesh wants, has no benefit spiritually, which means, as you've learned, benefit to what? To your soul. No benefit to your soul whatsoever. Yahusha had not eaten for 40 days. His flesh was absolutely trying to get his attention. As far as his flesh is concerned, it needed food. That's right, it does. It the flesh is only flesh. You know, it's a living thing once it's connected to a soul. That's why your flesh tells your soul things like, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm tired, I want this, I want that, blah blah blah, 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 blah. That it tells the soul to do. And but one of the things that the flesh wants to do is live. <laughs> And continue to live. You see. The flesh doesn't want to die. And so the flesh knows. Yahusha's body knows. That he needs some food. (laughs) He needs some food. Or uh oh. I'm out of here. That's why. Killing yourself. Is impossible. To do. Unless. An evil spirit. Is overwhelming you or controlling you. You see, the flesh won't let you kill yourself. It's impossible. So understand if you're thinking about suicide, thinking about killing yourself, understand that the reason that is is because an evil spirit is either in you or oppressing you. It's the one that's giving you this information. It's not coming from you or your flesh thinking. The flesh may want to do things, but it wants to do fun things for from its perspective, not kill itself, because that's it. It's dead. Yahusha starts his testing, showing us not to let the flesh control your actions. That's right. That's, his, that's what he's teaching us. That's what Yahuwah, Elohim, is having him teach us. Do not let the flesh control your actions your actions. We know we have to eat, we know we have to sleep. We know there's things that we have to do in the flesh to keep our flesh body alive. And in order to do work on this earth, we have to be in our flesh bodies alive. So we know that. So it isn't this isn't saying never feed your body again and not listen to your flesh body. It's not saying that. What it's saying is that you don't let your flesh body control your actions. So you do what you need to do spiritually, and then once you've done what you need to do spiritually, then it's time for the flesh to get what it needs, whatever that may be, food or you know sleep or whatever. As believers... The devil and his demons will test your flesh. He may do it with food. He may do it with alcohol. He may do it with sex, to name a few flesh desires. Other people, who knows? You know, he knows what your flesh wants. Yahusha is showing us if the spirit is dwelling with us the flesh will not win. If we pass the test, we have the ability, but because we have free will, we can choose what we will do. So the flesh won't win if we pass the test. That's the deal. Like I said, There's a soul in there. That's the real you. That is what was created by Yahuwah Elohim. Your soul. That's who you are. That's the invisible part that is in this body. And the body, flesh, body, tries to get that soul to do what it wants it to do. And the spirit connected to the father spirit now is getting the soul, trying to get the soul to do what it wants the soul to do. (laughs) Which would be kingdom things, things for the kingdom of heaven, spiritual things. And so... You have free will. Your soul has free will. So you can choose. Are you going to do what your flesh wants? Or are you going to do what your spirit wants? Verse 3. So we see that Yahushua was hungry. He hadn't eaten for 40 days. Let's see the test that the devil did with him. Verse 3 says, And the trier came and said to him, If you are the son of Elohim, command that these stones become bread. So, at Yahusha's lowest flesh point, the one sent to test him, which is Satan in Yahusha's um, case, believe me, Satan would bother us. He sends his evil spirits to us, but there's not only Satan on this earth, um, and most of us are not, you know, more important enough for him to bother with. But he, there are other demons besides him, and he can send his demons after you if he knows something you don't. <laughs> but in Yahusha's case, it was Satan himself that came and tested him. So he came to where Yahusha is. So let's see, what does that say? Came, so the trier came. So what does that tell you? That tells you that Satan knows where you are. You can't hide from him. Sorry. Even if you're in a cave somewhere, he knows where you are. His demons know where you are. And tempts his flesh. Not only tempts his flesh because he says, you know, make some bread, which of course is what he's needing—food—but he's also wants him to doubt who he is. Now, remember, Yahusha is one hundred percent human. He says, Satan, if you are the son of Elohim, if, 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 you see, that's how Satan gets you to gets to put doubt in your mind don't let him put doubt in your mind and so yahusha is showing us how to you know respond to satan's testings because he's going to be allowed to test you you see satan likes to get us to question what we know to be true don't let him The next part of the test is to get Yahusha to fail. To fail, yeah. Oh, you think you're something else. Okay, so you say you're the son of Elohim. If you're the son of Elohim, see, doubt. First put the doubt. And then he says, yes, I am. I'm the son of Elohim. That's right. That's who I am. That's right. You know, See, he's getting him to, that's what he wants him to do, and that's what some humans may do. That, yes, I'm the son of Elohim. I'm something special. Yes, yes, yes. See? That he wants him to fail. You know? And how is he going to do that? You see, the way Yahuwah Elohim does things spiritually is for spiritual reasons. Understand that. We talked about it. The flesh... Things has no benefit spiritually. We read that twice. So, Yahuwah, Elohim, the Father, is interested spiritually. And when he does things supernaturally, it's for spiritual reasons. As a human, and we... Already, you know, saw that. We learned that he's not a deity. As a human, Yahusha had no power to turn stones into bread. Sorry, didn't have the power. And definitely, Yahuwah would not have his spirit turn stones into bread. So, Satan knew that that Yahusha had no power to turn stones into bread just because he's the son of Elohim? Okay, he's the son of Elohim. We're all the sons of Elohim because we believe in Yahusha. <laughs> Can you turn um stones into bread? Of course not. As a human, no. So if Yahusha thought he was something because he was the son of Elohim, see, he got him to doubt, then he wanted him to think, well, no, I am, yeah, I'm something special, mm-hmm. and then Yahushua goes and, and lets his flesh control his soul, and commanded the stones that they have, you know, to be bred, commanded them, be bred, you see. Because he was listening to his flesh. Being hungry. And to prove to Satan who he was. He was something special. Guess what would have happened. If Satan had, you know. Had Yahusha fail this test. Uh they would have stayed stones. You see, no. Yahuwah would not have turned them into stones. And Yahusha had no power to turn them into stones because he was human. And so the stones would have stayed stones. And what would that have done if he had tried that? He would have failed. And what that, would that have done? Then, then Satan would have succeeded. And not only having Yahusha have doubt now, but to put him down, to make himself think less of himself. But Satan wanted Yahusha to feel pride. That's that's what he was trying to do. Trying to get him to feel pride in the gift that he has, which is that he was born with, The Logos of Elohim. Um, Something. Nobody else was born that way. I was the only one born that way, you see. He could think that way as a human. Does Satan or his demon try to get you to be arrogant or prideful because you are a believer and that makes you a son of Elohim also? So, do you think that you're something special, better than others, because you're a believer? Do you? Does he get you know, does he get you to fail the test as Yahusha is being tested here on? Do you think you're something that others are beneath you if they're not believers, not a part of your group? of believers, not a part of your denomination. Hmm? First, let's make sure you know who you are as a believer. Galatians 3.26 says because you believe in the Messiah Yahusha, you are a son of Elohim. So how is it that you are a son of Elohim? Because you're something special? No, because you believe in the Messiah. First Corinthians chapter ten verse twelve tells us watch out. If you're not careful, you can fall. Absolutely. First Timothy three six you see. Satan wants you to fall. That's why 1 Timothy 3.6 says what it does. And these are instructions to those that are to be put in charge as elders. And this is one of the instructions. Not a new convert, a new believer, lest he become puffed up with pride and fall into the judgment of the devil. That's right. <laughs> the devil's gonna test you big time and the devil will be able to say, see ha, ha he thinks he's something. And that's exactly what he wants you to do. So what Satan wanted Yahusha to do was doubt first himself and try to do something he couldn't as a human because of pride. What did Satan tempt Yahusha with? Well, it tells you to make stones into bread, making something to eat because that is where his flesh was weakest. Yahusha is showing us you will be tested at your weakest flesh desire or need. See, Satan, whether you think he can read your mind and can't, he can read your mind. Don't let anybody fool you. The only way he can know what it is that you truly desire or want is to be able to read your mind. Know who you are. And so, in order to test you, Demons and Satan have access to your thoughts. So don't let anybody fool you and think that they can't. Well, I'm going to say a prayer in my head, and Satan won't be able to know it. So if it comes true, it's from, you know, the Father. Not true. So we will now learn how to overcome the testing of the flesh. If we choose. To follow the leading of the spirit of Elohim. So Yahushua is showing us he has the spirit of Elohim now. And he's going to show us he's being tested. And he's very weak human right now. Forty days not eating. And verse 4 tells us what. But he answering said it has been written. Man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that comes from the mouth of Yahuwah. So, what does Yahusha first of all do? So Satan says, if you're the son of Elohim, command these stones to be bread." What does Yahusha show us to do? Yahusha dismissed Satan's question, you see. He didn't try to debate Satan. And so say, yes, I am the son of Elohim. I wasn't made like everybody else, you see. That's debating Satan. He didn't do that. What do you mean, make these stones into bread? What do you mean? You know I can't do that. That's debating Satan, you see. So Yahusha dismissed Satan's question, didn't even concentrate on it, and answered what the scripture says, and that's how you're supposed to overcome Satan's temptations, his testings. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of Yahuwah. Yahusha teaches us, do not get caught up in debate. Do not try to defend yourself. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You know, hmm. <laughs> Do not concern yourself with your flesh needs. Don't don't let your flesh control you. That, let's see if we can try to make these stones into bread. Yeah, we'd like to have some bread there. Soul, <laughs> think spiritually, and how one gets into eternity is to, and that's how what he said there in verse four. How one gets into eternity is to live by the words of Yahuwah. Man shall not live by bread alone. So you understand Yahusha is not speaking carnally here because bread has nothing to do with living that Yahusha is talking about regarding the words of Yahuwah. You see, we know that because the words of Yahuwah isn't going to fill your flesh body with food. Just reading scripture will not fill your body with food. You can read it to you blue in the face. It will not fill your body with food. So that is not what Yahusha is talking about. He's not talking about the body. He's talking about the soul. You understand? So, what he's talking about is eternal life, living in eternity, and how one gets to eternity. So, see, that's what you're supposed to be dwelling on, uh, spiritual things, your spiritual goal, what you're headed for. And an interesting thing here, that he uses this particular um, quote, Yahusha, was reminding Satan, by the way, (laughs) that he was headed to the lake of fire. You see, Satan isn't getting into eternity. Satan's getting into the lake of fire because he doesn't live by the words of Yahuwah. (laughs) So, So, Yahusha... The leading of the spirit, by the way, Yahusha the human didn't come up with this himself. It's Elohim that brought these words to Yahusha's mind to say. That's the way it works. And so what Yahuwah is saying to Satan through Yahusha is you're not getting into eternity because you don't do what I tell you to do. Most don't see that, you see. But it is the basics in regards to the good news. We have the ability to get into eternity, but Satan does not. In other words, you are on the winning side. Yahusha said, it is written. And when we see that, meaning it is written, then we know there is another lesson to learn. Yahushua is quoting Debarim or Deuteronomy 8, three. So turn there with me. Debarim, Old Testament, chapter 8, verse 3. And it says... And he humbled you, and this is Yahuwah speaking to the children of Israel. And he humbled you and let you suffer hunger, and fed you with manner which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, to make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of Yahuwah. Yahusha is teaching us, sometimes... You see, because he went 40 days, remember, without eating. That's, that's a suffering. Sometimes we have to suffer in the flesh. And Yahusha's flesh definitely suffered for 40 days. But don't worry about the flesh. That's the point. That's what Yahusha's showing you. Keep your thinking spiritual. It is interesting that Satan didn't respond to him being headed to the lake of fire. You see, the spiritual work world acts differently than the carnal man does. Satan responds next time. Let's go to our scripture verse, First Kepha chapter 2. And verse 2, and it says, As newborn babes desire the unadulterated milk of the word in order that you grow by it. So the question is, do you desire the true milk? Do you want to grow spiritually do you want to overcome Satan's testing see Satan's testing is milk because that's what happens right away as a believer you understand so have you been tested are you being tested are you doing as Yahusha showed us to do or are you doing as the brethren teach and feel sorry for yourself. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office.